Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Pet Place Radio Show. I'm Marie Hewitt, and I think you're really going to enjoy this week's installment. If you're a new listener, thanks for tuning in. And if you're a seasoned Pet Place aficionado, thanks for following us to our new 6 a.m. time slot. This morning, David Stiller from the Los Angeles Pet Memorial Park will be talking with us about this beautiful facility, which has actually been around since 1928. Then a little later, Liz Loud will be sharing her list of the best Southern California restaurants that welcome canine companions. So if you like dining out with your doggy, you won't want to miss this segment. Great information ahead, so stay tuned to the Pet Place Radio Show here on the new and best news talk radio station in Southern California, KGIL, AM 540 and 1260. We'll be right back. Listening to the Pet Place Radio Show here on AM 540 and 1260. I'm Marie Hewa, and I'm very happy to introduce David Stiller from the Los Angeles Pet Memorial Park. Good morning, David. I'm so glad you're able to come by today. Good morning, Marie. How are you nice doing? to be with you. Oh, thank you. Now, you have a pretty uh, amazing organization that you're affiliated with. It's the Los Angeles Pet Memorial Park. Is that correct? That is correct. It's in Calabasas. Okay. And and uh, this is, a, well, a pet cemetery, correct? It's a pet cemetery and crematory. Okay. And how long has this been around? Boy, the pet cemetery's been around. It started by the Jones family in 1928, Marie. Wow. Now, now is this um, just, was it originally just for the Jones family pets, or how did this all come about? Uh, my understanding and the history is a little bit sketchy going back that far, is that it was initially just for them, and then they opened it up to their friends and neighbors, and it became a an actually privately owned pet cemetery. Wow. So it kind of became a fixture then without them even realizing it would be. <laughs> yes. It is actually the second oldest pet cemetery in the United States. Oh, I didn't know that. Now, I've seen some pictures. I've never actually been there, but it looks really beautiful. How... How is this uh, property cared for and maintained? Well, at this time, there's over 40,000 pet friends there. Okay. Uh, Mostly cats and dogs. We have many horses, a few birds, and a few rabbits. Okay. And in 1986, 22 years ago, the Pet Memorial Park was taken over by a group called SOFI, which stands for Save Our Pets History in Eternity. Sophie was chartered to operate and protect, forever preserve, the L.A. Memorial Pet Park. Okay. 
Was uh, the park in danger of uh, being uh, destroyed at some point? Yes, it was, Marie. Um, at this point, the um, people that were managing it were considering selling it. Oh, no. um, as you can imagine, uh, real estate in Calabasas was just booming at that time and still is. Mm-hmm. And the uh, Sophie Group is a not-for-profit group managed by a board of directors who are all volunteers. Okay. The park is run by a full-time professional staff. And, Marie, some of the key employees have been there a long, long time. Our number one groundsman has been there over 20 years. The office staff, the park manager, and the client relations people have been there over 15 years. That's amazing. So so the people who work there are actually quite dedicated. It's a stable place. The park in 1986 was dedicated in perpetuity as a pet cemetery by the state of California. It will always be a pet cemetery as Sophie owns the land. And this fall, Marie, we'll be celebrating our 80th anniversary. Wow. That's that's quite impressive. And and I'm I'm happy to hear that the the site is always going to be maintained and it's never going to become a shopping mall. <laughs> yeah, or condominiums, even worse. Oh yeah. Oh wow. We have, we have many many friends out there um, that you may um, recognize. Hop along Cassidy's horse, Topper. Really. Rudolph Valentino's dog, K Bar. Oh. Remember the little rascals? Their little dog, Pete. Oh yeah. And also Mae West, Gloria Swanson, they also have pets there. Oh, now, do you actually have services there? Or how, how does one go about um, having a service for their, for their pet? Or, or is their pet just um, taken care of? You call and they come pick it up and, and, and that's that. Or, or are there actually memorial services that are held? Depends on the individual. Okay. The pet park offers 24-hour pickup service. Mm-hmm. And we, you could pick up. We could pick up your pet at the veterinarians or at your home. Okay. We have two wonderful, compassionate guys that um, really do a wonderful job. It's available 24 hours, seven days a week. We should probably give out the phone number. The LA Pet Park has a 24-hour phone number, okay. and it's area code 818591. Seven zero three seven. Okay, so if if you had a, an emergency arise where you would need the services of the Pet Memorial Park, you could call that number at any time, and and know that somebody could get out and and help you out with this. Well, we have pickup services available twenty four hours a day, and the park is open from eight till four thirty, Monday through Saturday. Okay. The grounds are open seven days a week. Oh, okay. But the office is not open on Sunday. Okay, and if you have a pet that's uh, that's there at the park, are you allowed to come in and bring flowers and, and that sort of thing? Absolutely. Uh, one of the things about the, the pet park that, that I enjoy, um, it's, it's really a quiet, lovely place. There, I, I say there's more flowers, gifts, and visitors than we get at a human cemetery. Wow. Now, can you bring living pets there? Or like if you had a dog that you'd like to bring with you, are you allowed to bring pets on leash? Yes, many, many people do. Okay. Now, how did you get involved with the Los Angeles Pet Memorial Park? Well, I became involved with the pet park about 20 years ago 
when I lost my wonderful cat, whose name was Majesty. He was with me for 15 years. I was looking for a dignified alternative to leaving the cat at the vet for disposal. I thought he deserved more than that. Mm -hmm. The choices I had was to bury him at home, which may not be uh, legal, and I would also feel badly if I ever had to move. Um, Some of the uh, vets offer mass cremation or... The Memorial Pet Park in Calabasas offers cremation or burial. And another thing that I just learned is you can have your pet cremated, save the cremains, and have them buried with you. Really? I didn't know. I didn't either. Wow. So if you really had a very special pet, um, you'd just have to make sure all of that was noted in your will and, and your family members knew about that. They're all very special pets to me. Yeah. And yes. Uh, but I got involved with it, and I chose the pet park because the people out there were just really wonderful. Understanding, compassionate. They were very helpful. And, you know, people could always call with questions. It's best, of course, to call before you really need them. Sure. And I also found that um, cremating my cat was a little over $100. Well, that's very affordable. It was very affordable. And, you know, there were some questions that I had, and they actually have um, a counseling advisor. They have um, a referral to a licensed psychologist, and they also have a clinical social worker that they refer to. So they take pet loss very seriously. It's it's 100% of the thrust and reason for being for the Memorial Pet Park. Oh, that's wonderful. So pet owners really have an alternative to, you know, some of the less um, loving ways of disto- of uh, disposing of, of a long-time family member. And, and I think that's fabulous. Now, you're actually on the board of directors, is that correct? Yes. How did you um, get involved in doing that? Is this something, I mean, is this uh, part of an organization that anybody can get involved with? Yes, it is. I got involved because I loved the park, and I thought it was a fitting tribute to Majesty, mm-hmm. who, you know, was my buddy for 15 years. Uh, I was very, very pleased to have him out there, and I picked a, p- a plot for him that was where he would pick, you know, underneath a big, big, beautiful tree. And the, um, the group called Sophie has about 500 members, and they actually um, vote and choose the board of directors and the president. And we're all volunteers, and and I am um, honored to be able to take care of the park and be the president of the board of directors and um, have an opportunity to make sure that the park stays in beautiful condition and that it's kept in perpetuity. Wow. David, your organization provides a wonderful service to the public, and I'm very pleased you were able to share this information with the listeners. We do have to take a short break now, but don't go away. Liz Laud is up next with some very cool restaurant reviews that you won't want to miss hearing about. We'll be back in just a moment with more Pet Place Radio here on AM 540 and 1260. Welcome back to the Pet Place Radio Show. I'm Marie Hewitt, and I'm very excited to introduce Liz Laud, who has assembled an amazing list of restaurants where people can dine with their dogs. 
Hi, Liz. Thanks for being here today. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited about this. How did you get involved putting together a list like this? I was recently out with my dog, and I got hungry. And uh, I went over to the Brentwood Country Mart uh-huh. because they have some uh, restaurants that are outside. Okay. And uh, after I ordered my lunch, I was sitting there with my dog, and somebody came over to me and said, the dogs are not welcome here. There's a no-dog oh, policy. Oh, no, and it was an outdoor cafe type scene? Yeah, it was like um, you eat outside on picnic benches, and they have places where you can get your oh. food. And I didn't think there was anything wrong that because no I wasn't in a restaurant in, yeah. like, a, you know, an actual hard, you know, restaurant. Oh. So at that point, they told me that I had to take the dog off the premises, wow. and it just got, it really got me thinking. And... <laughs> I would have been very upset. Did you remain composed? <laughs> I quickly, you know, threw out my lunch, scooped uh-huh. up the dog. There was no way I was going to put the dog in the back of a car because no, absolutely I wouldn't. Not. I would first of all, I wouldn't want to. Well, it's chance. dangerous. It's dangerous. It's hot in there. And I'd never leave a dog in a car. It's yeah. just not my thing. Mm-hmm. So I scooped up the dog, and right at that moment, I thought there should be a guide or something that you can turn to and see all the restaurants where dog owners are welcome. You should have a lot of choices. No, there should be a lot. And, you know, I think there are getting to be more and more dog-friendly restaurants these days. It's just there aren't really any kind of published lists for the most part. So I'm really happy that you're taking this on. (laughs) Well, to be honest with you, I was really um, surprised at how many places welcome dogs. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I decided I was going to do this whole website, um, I quickly met with um, restaurant owners and general managers of restaurants because every single one thing I learned is every single restaurant has different dog policies. Don't assume anything. Okay. So So one might say you can bring a dog under 20 pounds or what are some examples? Well, mostly, like, for example, in Santa Monica, let's say the Third Street Promenade. You've got Mm -hmm. a lot of restaurants there with uh, outdoor um, patios. Okay. So... In Santa Monica, there's a rule that dogs can't be in the actual outside patio. So if you're sitting next to, let's say, an outdoor patio uh, railing, your dog has to be on the other side of it. Oh, that's kind of sad, though. Well, it's not like it's if it's an open railing, kind of the dogs kind of can come in by your feet and stuff Mm -hmm. versus something that's sealed off where you can't see your dogs. Mm -hmm. So it was so important to find out exactly um, what every policy was. I also... Um, went out of my way to take pictures of all the outdoor patios so people could get a feel for what the setup is before they went to a certain restaurant. And you know what? Honestly, a couple of owners of restaurants, they said, oh, yeah, we have this rule, and it's the health department and stuff. But we honestly, on the QT, said, we don't mind if they're in. (laughs) So I have seen dogs Uh (laughs) in in the patio areas, Uh and I have pictures to prove it. I don't see why that would be a problem as long as they're in the outdoor seating area. Yeah, some people, I think Santa Monica has that thing that, you know, maybe dogs on the are not on the patio. Mm-hmm. But, you know, several of the restaurants, um, you'll see them in the patio. And a lot of people, uh, restaurant owners are very dog-friendly, and they'll make that very clear, that they're oh. welcome there and they're welcome in the patio. Now, I've actually seen some restaurants that have an actual dog menu where they'll bring the dogs water and they'll bring them, you know, some little treats. Um, have Ab- you, have absolutely. You I um, just recently went to a place that just blew my mind. It was called Birds uh-huh. in um, in Hollywood, and they have uh, all these dog things. So I got my dog the chicken plate, oh, and it was this wow. huge plate of chicken, uh-huh. and um, 
there were so many dogs there with other people. When I put down the chicken plate, I turned to somebody at the next table that had like a Maltese, and I said, "If your dog would like some of the chicken, this is a big Aww. chicken plate." It was for a it was a chicken plate, you know, on the dog menu for two dollars, and it was a huge thing of chicken. We even had enough for dinner that night, oh my but goodness. it was amazing. Oh. And um, um, and that was a restaurant called. It was Bird. called Birds. Oh, it's where's a, that at? Um, it's on. Uh, it's in Hollywood. And uh, it's on the website, and okay. it is just it specializes in chicken, thus birds. Uh-huh. But they have the two dollar chicken plate for dogs, and the whole patio was filled with people with uh, dogs and a couple of new puppies, Aww. and it was very dog friendly. They brought big bowls of water, uh-huh. and uh, it was just absolutely terrific. You know, well, it really my it kind absolutely of place. was great. You know, yeah. And um, before we go any further, let me just interrupt for a moment and ask you. You've mentioned your website a few times, but we've never really said it yet. So, what is your website so that people can go over there? The website and check is www.diningwithdogs.com. Diningwithdogs.com. That's simple enough. I, I could even remember that. And I have a mind like a steel sieve these days, so <laughs> I think uh, that's a great idea to have a simple and easy to remember website. No, absolutely. Diningwithdogs.com. Now, what is your absolute recommendation for for any dog owner if they wanted to go out on a Sunday brunch with their dog. What's the very best place to go? I personally, I love this place in Beverly Hills on Cannon called Porta Villa. Okay. And any dog can be with you um, on the patio. And it's just got a terrific brunch. Uh Uh-huh. And um, they've got a terrific brunch. And uh, they have, you know, also nice salads and hamburgers, too. So you can have breakfast, pancakes, and, you know. But it's a local place that most, you know, locals would know about. Okay. And people can park for free under the Crate and Barrel across the street. So oh, it's very awesome. simple. Okay. Now, um, have you noticed that there are ever any squabbles with any of the dogs? Um, do people tend to be reasonable and bring only dogs that get along with other dogs? or What's been your experience? I haven't seen any squabbles. Okay. Occasionally, I do see sometimes people will walk by outside of a restaurant uh-huh. where people's dogs on the outside might bark at people's dogs on the inside, but I have not seen any dog fighting in any patios anywhere I've been. Okay. Um, so all the dogs are well-behaved. That's a concern um, that, that you haven't really seen that happen. No, I have not seen any fighting um, between dogs at any um, restaurant establishment at all. Okay. And have you noticed that there's been any, um, like, breed dis- discrimination, like no pit bulls allowed or anything like that? Or, or if somebody has a, a open dog policy, do they just pretty much say any dog is welcome? Well, I have not seen any pit bulls. I have okay. seen some big standard poodles. Uh-huh. But I think if um, if dogs are well-behaved, Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think that they're welcome. Okay. I think um, mostly, you know, I've seen more medium-sized dogs, but as long as they can sit, you know, at the owner's feet okay. and be well-behaved, I haven't seen any problem whatsoever. So from your experience, then, if somebody had a big, friendly pit bull, they could take their dog anywhere and, and not have the worry that they're going to be sent away, well, as long as it's one of the dog-friendly restaurants. Well, I have yet to see a pit bull in a restaurant, okay. <laughs> but nobody has ever said to me uh-huh. pit bulls are not welcome. Okay. I'm not saying, and I haven't seen any there. Okay. I think you know or nobody has had any discrimination breed. about uh-huh. nobody has brought up any discrimination about any dog breed. Okay, I know. You know, I used to have um, some very large German shepherds who were big pushovers. In fact, my kitty cats used to uh, dominate my shepherds. But um, any time I would take them out walking, people would literally 
across the street because they didn't want to be next to them. They were afraid of them just because they were big old German shepherds. And and so I'm, I do have somewhat of a concern that uh, restaurant owners might worry that their clientele might be diminished if they allow some of the larger breeds. Well, I do notice that, you know, um, when you go to the website, especially I was just down to the uh, South Bay, I do notice that, like I said, there are a lot of places where the dogs have to be on the other side of the railing, right by your table. Mm -hmm. But I do notice that um, a lot of the dogs that are really big are usually sitting, you know, sitting on the other side of the railing, just kind of like on their side, they're resting, you know, yeah. golden retrievers, uh-huh. you name it, big dogs, you know. Okay. Um, well, that's good. I'm really glad to hear that because, you know, I'm a big dog lover, and I, and I know that little dogs are a lot easier to take places, but I, w- I would like to see all dogs, all breeds welcome everywhere that no are discrimination dogs. No on discrimination on size. No discrimination. I did put a lot of pictures uh-huh. of uh, dogs dining with people, and I saw some huge dog recently... And it was taller than the table wow. um, at, at a place in Westwood. Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of, you know, just funny. But uh, to just see, you know, the eating and the dog was like almost the same height level. Wow. Um, but um, I haven't seen any discrimination. The only thing I, I say is to, when I when you read the reviews um, of what the policy is, just it'll say exactly if they're mm-hmm. welcome in the patio area or if they have to be on the other side of the fence, um, you know. And I mean the more of a railing. You know what I think would be really good, too, is if you go to one of these restaurants with your dog and you have an enjoyable experience, I think it's really important to to let the manager know that you really appreciate it and what a great great idea it is to have dogs at the restaurant. Oh. Because doesn't it seem like um, a lot of people might be on the fence as to whether or not they continue with the dog friendly atmosphere, but if they get lots of compliments, they'll be more likely to to stick with it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and uh, and the owners of the restaurants, they appreciate hearing feedback. Sure. Also yeah. that you appreciate if they bring out big bowls of water and some mm-hmm. of them have some of them bring out treats and some are very dog friendly and I think some feedback from people and their dogs, I think that's, you know, yep. you know, that's welcome too. What are your plans for expanding here? I know you've done uh, L.A. County, a little bit of Orange County, you're looking into San Diego. Where are um, you going to expand? <laughs> well, I'm going to uh, later in the week expand uh, all the way down to add all, um, all the different counties in uh, San Diego and all the way up to uh, Santa Barbara and San Luis Obispo. Wow. Now, how are you going to research all this? Well, I try to, uh, you know, all my spare time I've been putting into this. So I just hop in the car and uh, throw the Shih Tzu Kelly in the back. Wow. And uh, it's really, you know, it's also enabled me to see a lot of different areas. And when you have friends that live in these areas, and even if you don't, it's nice to really explore and get to know the different neighborhoods. This seems like a good Food Network kind of show. Maybe that's something you should no, look I was into. Thinking, I, you know, I was thinking, you know, that would make for a really good TV show. Yeah. You know, people would really appreciate it. You uh, go, I go around with the dog all the time to different the places. Country, yeah. I was thinking, I was talking with a friend of mine. I said, it really sounds like something really good. Wow. And, and then back on the, I, I am from New York City originally, and I was getting a lot of feedback from people that I know in New York City that I should do that. Oh, New definitely. York City. Now, um, being from New York, um, do you get the idea that it is a little more dog-friendly over there since uh, people live in high-rise apartments with dogs and, and it's a really big city dog kind of environment? Well, you know, people do have a lot of dogs, but when I think, you know, having grown up there, you have to also remember in a lot of cases they have to have outdoor areas okay. in order to have the dogs. Mm-hmm. So right off the bat, 
you can only deal with restaurants that have open, you know, like patios or, you know, um, things like that. And that might be a little harder. So, you know, not every restaurant has the patio going on all the different boulevards. Okay. But you've got some great places. You know, you have Soho and you have downtown, and I just can't wait to just check out all the neighborhoods. And, um, you know, people do. They love to have their dogs with them. Mm -hmm. And uh, I know that, like, you know, to break it down by neighborhoods and find a lot of places. But um, also you have the winter there where it's very cold, too. So people are not going to sit outside year-round there. Okay. You know, in New York City, because it tends to be a little colder in the winter. But I think that it would be a great resource Oh, yeah, especially if you're traveling, too, and you're traveling with your pet, and you want to yeah. go somewhere with the, your pet. Yeah, there are a lot of people that are coming to the California area um, all summer or just vacationers. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, no longer, like even in the past, a couple of years ago, I think if I traveled with my dog, I always felt like I had to leave them in the hotel room. Yeah. Well, that's no longer the case. They don't have to sit there all night while you're out having dinner. Sure. You can bring them with you. Oh, so wonderful. you don't have to leave dogs, you know, people don't have to leave them in the car. I mm-hmm. don't do that, but people do. You don't have to leave them in the car anymore, and you certainly don't have to leave them in ho- you know, in a hotel room. And also, just so you know, um, the Omni downtown, they're very pet friendly, and they even have um, a Bow Wow brunch every third oh. Sunday downtown. Wow. Where you bring your dogs, and the dogs get water and biscuits, and all the way from like April to September. So it's just interesting. A lot of hotels are incorporating that dog-friendly policy and doing things like that. So I think times are changing. Yeah, and speaking of time, I hate to tell you, but we're just about out of time. So one more time, let's give your website out. www.diningwithdogs.com. Excellent. Thank you so much for coming down. We have to take a very quick break, but we'll be back again to wrap things up here on the Pet Place Radio Show. Welcome back to the Pet Place Radio Show. In these last few moments, I'd like to remind you that if you'd like more information about the Pet Place and how we help homeless pets, please visit our website at www.petplace.org. You'll find our contact information, and if you have questions for us or suggestions for show topics or guests that you'd like featured, you can drop us a line. We also have lots of useful links for pet owners, so it's worth checking it out periodically. And tomorrow morning at 6.30 a.m., our Pet Place television show airs on KDOC, which features the beautiful, adoptable pets from Southern California animal shelters and rescues. You won't want to miss that, so if it's too early for you, set your VCRs or your DVRs. Remember, pets need love and a home, too. We'll be back next week here on AM 540 and 1260 at 6 a.m. Don't forget. Don't touch that dial, though. PJ Oakland is up next with Tuned In. I'm Marie Hewitt. Please spare new to your pets and have a wonderful day. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 
Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.